0: Microphone check 212, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to It's the Bearded Man Podcast episode 15, we out ya, let's get it, 15 episodes in on the new projects, we've been consistent the last couple weeks and it feels good, we're getting more guests on the podcast in the process of that, we got a lot more content on the way and we're just gonna keep rocking and rolling. Super interesting though with today's episode actually being episode 15, which I didn't even Realize it until I was thinking about the, what number episode this was about two hours ago, mind you. It's six twenty p.m. on a Tuesday. Literally shift gears in a blink of an eye from liquid IV mode to then eat food. Boom, right into the podcast mode. So we, we're we're just adjusting on the fly. Um, but I was thinking about it earlier, where this is actually episode fifteen, and uh, not to toot my own horn, but this is. This isn't very uh, usual for the bearded man. 15 days of no booze as of right now, from when I came back from Massachusetts. I flew back on a Sunday. I have not touched any liquor to these bearded lips. Nothing. Not even a not even a little sip of wine. Not even a little a little little tequila. Nothing. I've just been kind of cleansing the body and trying to uh, I don't know kind of get myself together, and it's felt great got into a really good diet for like the last two weeks and uh i enjoy having my weekends not hung over because the amount of time i would waste laying around hung over as shit stomach rumbling what thinking about all the bad decisions i made the night before and the money i spent uh it, it it just feels good it my my mental clarity feels so much better and uh i have no intentions for how long this is gonna go i'm just kind of rocking and rolling with it and uh yeah, I don't know, fifteen days, and we'll see. It might end after tomorrow. It might after you know, end at the end of the week. Might go for another two weeks. Might go for another three. I don't know. I'm just going with the flow. Um, but it feels great. Last episode, I mentioned how I started the It's the Bearded Man um, newsletter, and I want to bring that back up real quick. If you are not signed up, head to it's the Brand new Bearded Wisdom newsletter coming directly to your inbox every single Monday morning at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time I apologize if you are one of the people that are already signed up and I didn't deliver it until after That deadline and I realized I had put 11 p.m. Instead of 11 a.m. So it was a Mistake on my end and uh, we're gonna make sure we actually double check that the next time so that doesn't happen but we're two, two newsletters deep. we got a lot more coming. No BS, no spam, just straight bearded wisdom. And uh, it's just going to be stories and things that are happening in my life behind the scenes that maybe I'm not talking about here. Maybe you don't know about. Maybe I'm not posting on IG. So the only way to find out is to sign up for the newsletter, which is free. It's thebeardyman.com. Scroll down. You'll see it. Put your name. Put your last name. Put your email. And I don't ask for your full name. Because I'm a weirdo, and I'm gonna look you up. I want to be able to intro these emails, saying, "Hey Justin, Hey Lisa," it's it, it you know, it makes it a little bit more comfortable when these emails get sent out. So sign up, it's thebeardedman.com newsletter, and I won't I'll I'll stop talking about it. Okay, cool. On to the next thing. All right, so last episode broke the news about this whole little first shindig date for the bearded man. Haven't gotten any feedback if. This gal has heard the episode. My gut says she has, but she won't say a thing to me about it. Um, but I'm going to play it cool and act like I never talked about it on the podcast, but I have. So I will glaze over the second date. I'm not going to go into like depth of the first one, which was more like the backstory of like why it's a big deal that I'm throwing myself out there and all that blah, 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 blah. Um, but essentially there was a second date that happened last Friday at this Mexican joint in West Hollywood, California called Mercado. I highly, highly suggest any of my Los Angelinis that are out there listening. And I hope I said that right. Um, there's a bunch of these Mexican joints called Mercado throughout LA. I think there's maybe four or five Santa Monica, um, West Hollywood and a couple other joint, a couple other spots. If you like Mexican food, you're going to absolutely love this place. And I highly suggest you check it out um but yeah set up a little another this was round two on friday night and uh yeah i kept it a little secret i didn't tell where we were going i just said i'll pick you up at this time we're gonna go to a restaurant i already know where we're going this is the vibe be ready let's have a good time picked mexican because one i love mexican two she loves mexican so three how can you go wrong and mexican was the first place first restaurant we had went to on the first date so I said, "You know what? This is going to work. We're going to go for it." And it went great. Of course it went great cuz I'm running the show. I'm making sure the vibes are there. I'm making sure the conversation is flowing. You guys hear me talking on this podcast, can you imagine what it's like being on a date with me? I have to just I just talk. I just I talk and if I'm not talking, I'm going to make you talk. I ask a bunch of questions. Which key to the boys out there, fellas, listen up. I got somebody to DM me recently to ask, "What suggestions do you give about first dates?" or something along that lines ask a lot of questions okay don't let it get awkward silence just ask questions let her do the talking or he do the talking vice versa whatever you're into what you know whatever you're attracted to let the other person do the talking if you don't know what to say just ask questions ask anything i don't know just ask questions like what's your favorite color like Talk to me about your childhood. Like, literally, like, if you've listened to any of these podcasts or, or the old Purpose in the Youth, the interview style, like, literally just ask people questions, and the conversation will carry itself. So, uh, little GM right there. So, take that little bearded wisdom with you and uh, and run with it. But uh, it was great. It was good Mexican. It was great Mexican food. Um, and then we went to some ice cream joint that was right next door to it, I think called Wonderland or Wonderloves. I think it was Wonderland. Uh, great ice cream. Fantastic five out of five stars on the Bearded Man review. And then we kind of strolled around and talked for quite some time. And then, you know, dropped her off and kept it moving. So I'd say it was a success. Bearded Man's out here crushing the game. Even went on a run with her last night. Ooh, what? What did he say? Did he say he went on a run with her last night? Oh, I can't. I'm not going. I'm just giving you guys a little taste. I will say this. If people... Do want me to continue update through these podcasts, the dating aspect of my life. I'm happy to do so, but I don't want this podcast to become like the date podcast. Okay. Like I think this is all these solo pods are about me just updating people on what's happening uh, on the behind the scenes of my life. And I, this is like a big thing, me getting back into content is one thing, me throwing myself there. <laughs> what me throwing myself out there is a big thing. And some of the other stuff we'll talk about today is also it's I'm, I'm doing it. My mother even told me she's proud of me. Called her today, said hello. She said, Bobby, I'm proud of you. You're living your life. You're having a good time. You're throwing yourself out there. Enjoy it. Have a great time. And I said, thank you, Mom. So, Mom, if you hear this, I love you, and thank you for always supporting. Last week was was really dope, too, because I woke up to a DM um, from somebody that I grew up with. Wasn't like True Boys with this guy. Um, we just kind of knew of each other. Haven't talked to this guy in years. Randomly DMs me out of the blue. He said, Yo, man, I saw this clip earlier. Uh, I think it's really dope seeing as you're from Chickabee, and I just wanted to like say this is awesome. Like I've I watched this YouTube channel and I saw your face. And yeah, and I was like, What the hell is this all about? So I clicked the photo on the IG DM and it was a picture of my face in this YouTube video that had just been published with my man, Trevor Wallace. Now, if you're listening, I would imagine most of you probably know who Trevor Wallace is now. He is an incredible, he's one of the best in the world. I mean, now take this with a grain of salt because I'm not, you know, Mr. Comedian expert, okay? And of course, I'm a little biased because I think this is a great guy and I've known him for quite some time. Um, but he's one of the greatest comedy creators in the game right now, I guarantee it. You've seen his content. He is literally the GOAT. Go on Instagram right now. Type in Trevor Walls. T-R-E-V-O-R-W-A-L-L-A-C-E. Check out his content. Send him a DM. Say, the bearded man sent me. Put a bearded emoji. He's going to fucking know who it was. A.K.A. me. Anyway, so I got a DM from this guy and see the picture of myself. I'm like, what the hell is this all about? Come to find out, Trevor was recently featured on this YouTube channel called Before They Were Famous. And this YouTube channel has 3.3 million subscribers. And the concept of this channel is the creator pretty much storyboards how people, like who they were before they became famous. And it just so happened that he pulled uh, probably an eight-second clip from a podcast that I had done with Trevor back in 2018. So February 21st of 2018, I did a podcast with Trevor for uh, Purpose in the Youth podcast, it was episode seventy-five, um, and I interviewed him. And at this time, I, there's certain people I just I remember the moment. I literally still remember the day he came through. It was like it was at nighttime, um, but at the time, he had really just started getting big from this content, this Zoomies content he was starting to make, um, and this character he had developed. And at the time, he had like thirty thousand, thirty five thousand, you know, uh, followers on IG, which is a lot of people. This man has escalated to over 1.6 now, 1.6 million. And I'm somebody that like, I don't let numbers deter me, like steer me away from creating or not. Cause if I did, I would have stopped creating a long, long, long time ago. You can see based on the followers, I have on IG or you you know, I'm not in the tens of thousands, but I, I think the people that do follow me, it's qual- it's some quality people like respectfully. And I enjoy making the content anyway, but it was really dope to see this clip get pulled from two years ago. And put into this massive video. And even though I had literally five seconds of talking like, Trevor, tell me about where you're from. Or something like that. Uh, it was so dope because I never. And when I was making that video, when I was sitting down to podcast with him. I never knew that this clip or video was going to get used two years later. But I think what's so important about that project Purpose in the Youth is like. These are all time capsules of what I would say some of the, some really talented, successful uh, go-getters that are just that were just in the beginning of their careers So to know that I have like these moments of their lives captured It's incredible and I'm so it like that moment was so dope to see that clip get reused because It's like where what is how valuable is that asset gonna be in five years from now when Trevor is you know doing worldwide tours or um It was just kind of a it was a dope moment for me to realize like You don't know how the things you're doing in this moment are going to impact you down the line. And I'm not saying that that clip impacted me like it changed my life, but it was a cool moment for me to realize like I'm happy that I followed through with what I was, what I was setting out to do and I'm still hearing about it to this day. And, and that's still one of my top viewed YouTube videos. I think it has over, you know, 7500 views on YouTube and it's still growing because as people as he's growing as a com- as a comedian People are looking up his name and want to find interviews and if they're really interested and want to see him from like back in the day or you know the oldest interviews i think i have some of the oldest interviews with him uh which to me is really dope i got him before he became the 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 odd you know the size and magnitude of an influencer if you want to call it, you know i i use that term lightly um but it, it, it's cool for me because I've, I've been able to see him grow from afar uh, and I've seen, you know, there's so many other examples of this in my life of the people that I've met through podcasting and where they're at today. But Trevor's just the last week, great example, Trevor Wall, seeing his growth. And, uh, yeah, it was just, it was really cool for me to see that. So I highly suggest if you're not, if you don't know who Trevor Wallace is, everybody likes to laugh. I don't, I don't care who you are. We all need some laughter in our lives. He posts, I believe every Monday, usually at nighttime, five, 6 PM PST. If you're on the East coast, what's, no, what? What could you ask for than a Monday night little IG clip? Get some laugh, go to sleep, wake up, it's Tuesday, get back to the grind. Um, so shout out to my man Trevor Wallace. He's a great, 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 great comedian, and he does it all. Content, stand-up, he's going to be a fucking star. He is a star, but he's going to be a bigger star. So this Sunday, the bearded man crossed off a bucket list item, and I got to give credit To where credit is due this all happened because of this gal that i've been going on a date with and been running with (laughs) we went for a run not saying anything else uh so let's backtrack i've always wanted to live in california we know this i think even from the jump of thinking about moving out to california i love the idea of maybe one day trying surfing Never had really an opportunity growing up. Um yeah, I don't think there was ever a time where I was like, do you want to go learn how to surf? Here's your opportunity. Never happened. But I told myself when I moved out to LA in September of 2017, I said, I'm 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 when the time is right, I want to try surfing. I just want to give it a go. I don't care if I'm not great, I want to try it. I love the ocean. Throw me out there. Let's get it. Let's get into it. So, you know, it's August. Next month is September. Next month is gonna mark three years literally like I have I, I, the opportunity never really fully presented itself I also wasn't trying to create the opportunity I wasn't going out of my way to like do it because I was so head down and blah 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 I wasn't really enjoying myself as much as I should have and so uh, I think literally on the first date with this girl she was saying or maybe when we were just texting she said oh I had my first she had taken a surf lesson back in the like I think when she was like 13 but she said that she had booked another lesson like a true lesson coming up and I'm thinking to myself, like, first off, I'm like, yo, that's amazing. I, I'm like pumped for you because I've always wanted to try surfing. I never have. And so there was a split second. Where I'm like, do I try to like set that up as a date, like a surf lesson? Like, is that, is that a play? Like maybe by the fourth day, is that, is that something I should do? I'm like, no, 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 no. It's kind of aggressive. Like let her go do her thing. She's trying to learn. I feel like that's a, that's an interesting, I mean, it's a sport, right? So. I said, that's not, the, that's not the vibe, Bob. not doing that. But I, I did go, wait a second, this girl's going out. She's got a, she's getting a solo lesson by herself. What in the world is stopping you from doing the same thing? Literally, I had, I had this epiphany. So last Saturday, I'm sitting in my laptop and I'm like, fuck it, let's look it up. So I type in, learn how to sur- or surf lessons in LA. Literally 10 minutes of research, checked out a couple links. I found uh, a place called uh, Sir. Oh, man, I wish I could credit them because they were dope. Whatever. I found a, a, a place that was teaching lessons the next day, Sunday at 10 a.m. I said, "Screw it. I'm all in. I'm I'm doing this. Like I, I literally have no plan Sunday. I'm booking this appointment. It was 130 bucks. You get a board. You get the um, the wetsuit." And then you get a personal instructor for an hour and 45 minutes. I'm like, dude, that's a great deal. Let's do this. So, pull up on Sunday, less than 24 hours later, okay? Finally, I book the appointment. I say, screw it. I'm going to go learn. It's time to shred some waves, bearded man. It's time to get out there and do this thing. I pull up, run around like a crazy man for the fr- – you know, mind you, I get there 20 minutes early thinking like it's going to give me plenty of time to find their van with all the surfboards. Can't find it running around for 20 minutes trying to find the damn thing Finally I did the smart thing and I asked somebody that clearly had a lot of surfboards. I said yo have you ever heard of this school for like They told me to meet in this parking lot. They're not here. Yeah, it's two cars over. It's that van great See you got to ask people who need help usually people will do it so I meet I meet these two young bucks And uh, my instructor's name is Theory. Shout out to Theory. He's an 18-year-old guy. And uh, he's been surfing for 13 years. So when he told me that, a lot of comfort. Made me feel nice and warm inside because I said to myself, oh, I'm learning from somebody who knows what they're doing. This is not a guy that just YouTubed, like, the last year just trying to learn it. This guy knows what he's doing. So I'm stoked. Stoked. I'm putting on the wetsuit, fired up. These guys are getting me gassed up, like, yo, you ready to do this? You, have you done any burpees lately? I'm like, bro, I haven't done any burpees. Like, what are you talking about? He's like, oh, yeah, you're going to have some fun. This is this is a physical sport. And I knew that signing up for a damn surf lesson. Like, I see these guys shredding waves. You got to be somewhat in shape. You know what I'm saying? Like, now, I don't have six-pack abs. I'm not ripped. I'm not shredded. You know, abs are hibernating, as we've talked about before in this podcast. That's another day, another story. But anywho, I definitely try to keep myself in check, so I felt confident. You know, I, I work out, you know. Five six days a week, throw up some weights, well at least the home workout type setup, and I'm also running a lot. I said I'm gonna be good. Don't you worry, boys. So main theory, we go out there, we we get to the to where all the boards are laid out on the beach. This is Santa Monica, California. Like the like literally, where else where else could I ask to learn how to surf than in Santa Monica, California? Tell me, it's a great spot. Cool. We get out there to the surfboards, we spend about 10 minutes, he's breaking down the techniques, he's like, all right, man, this is what you're gonna do, this is what you don't want to do, this is like, how you navigate out in the ocean, you got to pay attention for other surfers, if you're starting to go at somebody, you want to bail, if you feel the board going forward, you want to bail, like, he's giving me the do's and the don'ts, I said, theory, I'm, I'm ready, so we do a couple practice, like, techniques of how to get up on the board, boom, 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 he's like, oh, man, you're good, you're ready, let's, let's do this thing, so not even 10 minutes later, I got my, I got my my wetsuit on i got the board in hand got my strap on my ankle walk into the water and i feel like like i if i felt like it was like a out of a movie like the slow motion the high the high build of music heartbeat is racing i'm just thinking to myself man i feel like such a badass right now like i'm about to roll into these waters i'm about to get up on this board actually let me just say this i went into this day with the mindset of There's a really good chance I'm not going to get on the board, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to have a blast. I'm going to make sure that this is an incredible opportunity. Whether I get on the board or not, whether I fail, whether I suck, I went in with that mindset knowing that have no expectations of the amount of progress you're going to make today, but pat yourself on the back because you're showing up and you're actually trying it like that's that's the that's all that's that's all you could ask for today bob like you're showing up and you're you're trying surfing that's all you could ever ask for at least on day one so we get out there okay first wave i just i i I couldn't like it just didn't really work like the wave wasn't perfect it wasn't great couldn't even like really have a chance to get out like try to get up on the board second try i kid you not Wave's coming. He gives me a nice little boost. I go from laying flat on this board to literally standing, like not standing, but like both feet were on the board. I was making my way up for like half a second, maybe a full second. It was so like quick, but in slow motion at the same time that I was on top of the board and then I fell into the water. And I I get up from the water. I'm like, oh, oh, I, I got this. Like, I've, I snowboarded back in the day. I, I tried skateboarding, skateboarding. I tried skateboarding, did not do well whatsoever, failed miserably, but snowboarding, I did good. I took one lesson, kept going back that, that winter. And by the end of the season, after, you know, five or six times of, of going back and busting my knees and getting ripped up because of the, the snow, I was getting up and down the mountain by myself. And I loved the idea of surfing because I was falling right into water. Now, mind you, you could still take a digger into the water and it'll hurt. But because of the way Santa Monica is set up and the waves weren't too crazy, it was like the most ideal situation. Now, mind you, it's 10 a.m. We're out there. There's probably 50 plus other surfers are in, in the water with us. Maybe only five or eight of them are taking lessons as well. Everyone else is like pro. I got this girl next. I got this father and his daughter next to me. She's probably nine Absolutely shredding the waves, like cutting up the waves like butter. I couldn't believe it, but I was like, all right, if this girl's doing it at nine, Babe, 26, big difference in age, you can do this. So we kept going at it. And uh me and, and this dude theory, we just clicked. He loved we just like the energy was there. He was hyping me up. And honestly, as the day progressed, I made a lot of progress by the last two two to three runs, I was actually able to fully stand up on the board. Now mind you, this is an eight foot board. I'm six feet tall. So there's a lot of room. It's a foam board. It's a beginner board. It's literally like the starting surfboard to get you intro into it before you work your way into, you know, some of these cool looking boards. Um, but I had a blast. I had so much fun. I was eight, I took a couple diggers, some bad ones, but I. For the most part, I actually picked it up a lot quicker than I thought I would, and believe me, I have a lot more to learn. And so, yeah, I mean, honestly, I got out of the water with this guy after an hour and forty-five minutes, and I looked at him as, you know, my man Theory. I said, "Bro, I'm in it. Like, I'm buying a board. I'm gonna find a way to make this work. I'm gonna just keep practicing, but th- I want to do this." And um, he loved it. He gave me some recommendations about board, where to get, um, you know, your your gear and all that stuff. Um, but it was it was such an incredible experience, um, yeah. It, it, like I still like it, I'm like laughing like thinking back on it because it was something for so long that I wanted to do, and I was making up no other excuse other than the right opportunity hasn't presented itself. So like can't do it. I've been waiting. Now mind you, I'm a big believer of like timing is everything for sure. Some this was something that I looked at in my mind where it's like if somebody goes yo I'm going surfing today, do you want to tag along? I'll do it, but I also didn't think through the idea of like if somebody's asking me to go surfing with them They're not asking for they're they're not They're not going surfing to then spend their time trying to teach me And I started to think that through And then this girl inspired me and then i'm like really thinking about i'm like you literally have nothing Stopping you from doing this Like just pull the trigger and do it And i'm so happy I did What I loved and what I thought about surfing four things one I'm a big ocean guy. I love the beach. I've talked about it in these last couple podcasts. I've been at the beach more in the last six months than I had been in three years living in LA. Granted, COVID and all that, I still, it's, you know, I'm boys with Kendrick now. You know, I'm seeing, seeing Kendrick Lamar at the beach. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm surfing, freaking BOB out here shredding the LA beach surf scene. But I, I knew that I would love surfing because I'm already a beach guy. I'm already I already love being by the water and I love being in it. And this was a sport that would allow me to be in the water at all times so that was an immediate check plus uh second thing that i loved about it was it was a great way to like disconnect from the world because you're leaving we left our phones in the van even if you left it on the shore you're out at the you're out in the water you're so disconnected now you could have an apple watch i don't have one of those and i'm trying to stay away from like wearable technology like that But it felt good to just, like, be so present in the ocean and the water. And, like, I'm really i happy that I just did, like, a one-on-one type thing with this guy because then he was able to dedicate the hour and 45 minutes to me and, and, like, really help me, like, learn the techniques. Because the way I looked at it was, like, I take one lesson with this guy. If it's something I really want to do, all I have to do is rent a board or buy a board and just keep putting in the reps and then maybe revisit another lesson in a month or two when I've, I've been out there, you know, multiple times. And, uh... We just connected and you know just kept putting in the reps and, and and just had a blast but uh, it was so nice to just disconnect from the world not have my phone on me just be present like the ocean is so peaceful it's so meditative it's like it's one of my favorite places in the world any anywhere near an ocean sign me up so thankful to grow up in massachusetts and be able to drive to the beach because that was incredible um third thing i loved about it was it was truly a physical workout it was working muscles that i don't normally work out Um, and it's a full body motion where you're using your arms to pick you up. Then you're using your legs and knees to like your feet to like get the stance. And then you have to obviously use your legs to elevate you and stand up. Um, and I love the challenge of it. You know, after after we did it for two hours, I was like, you know, I could have kept going for another hour, but there was definitely, you know, try to hit two or three waves and then take like a five, eight minute break, just flown in the water, talking to my boy theory. Um, but it felt great. Like just the workout and being on the ocean. And, uh, I love that aspect of it, but ultimately like I, what I really loved was just that uh, there's this weird, this, there's this weird, um, how do I describe it? Feeling emotion when you're learning something new, I think that helps you stay super present because your brain doesn't know what, what it's, what's in front of it. Right. When you're driving a car, it's easy to drift off into another place because, it's so tedious. You've done it a million times or, you know, there's so many other examples that when you're doing that thing, your mind is somewhere else because you can kind of just flow through it. When you're trying something new, you're learning something new. You have to be 100% present. And that was something that even very like after the second, third attempt to get on the board, I was like, wow, this is literally making me focus on Every aspect of my body because I need to use every aspect to get up on the board So from the starting point to the finishing point of actually standing on the board I need to understand the entire flow and process of getting onto this board Um, And I think there's I think it's it's like a adrenaline. It's like a high um, there's definitely some some like fulfillment in like Trying something new and challenging yourself to learn and I love that. I love it. it. You know, There's definitely times when you're struggling and you know, you're trying to figure out how to solve the problem Especially when it's technology related man I hate learning like anything software related or editing programs like that was always a Misery for me because I'm not I'm too much of a I want to be outside I have a lot of energy. So telling me to sit behind a computer and, and go through YouTube tutorials It's literally my nightmare But something like this where I was out and it was physical and I had somebody coaching me and watching me and mentoring me through the entire process, I was like, man, this is freaking dope. I love this. And so I literally, it's like I said, Tuesday right now, 6.48 p.m., we out you. Always got to give context. Um, Literally yesterday I bought a, I bought a, I have a Ford Fusion sedan, so I don't necessarily have a roof rack, but they sell, Racks that are attachable through your windows for surfboards So I bought a rack last night for 50 bucks on Amazon should be in by the end of the week And then I was told to check out Costco. They have like a really good starter board for like 150 bucks ish Which is right on my alley and then I'll have to get a sweat uh sweatsuit, a wetsuit So I'm literally just going for it. I, I'm just gonna go for it. I, I fell in love with it immediately. I have um, Shout out my man Dalton Uh, If he ever hears this, he's just one of my buddies who lives out here. He just recently started getting into surfing. And so if I commit to buying the thing, it's going to force me to learn it. It's going to force me to put time into it. That's how I got into podcasting in the first place. I bought expensive equipment from the jump because I told myself if I spend X amount of dollars on this equipment and I don't follow through with this and it sits in the corner of my bedroom, I'm going to be pissed because this is really expensive now, mind you, the board and the the actual equipment isn't as expensive as a podcasting uh you know setup. But it's still the same idea. It's the same concept of committing to it, buying it, and then having to, to follow through with it. Um so yeah, B.O.B, the 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 surf man. We're tearing up SoCal, it's happening, and I'm freaking pumped. But um, like I said, the biggest takeaway is just if there's if there's something you want to do. I'm obviously, like I said, I'm a big believer. Timing is everything. Sometimes you got to wait for the right opportunity, but also sometimes like this, you got to go knock on the door. If the opportunity isn't knocking on your door, you got to go out there and create it. Stop sitting on your bum. Stop waiting for people to hand it to you. Create the thing. It was something as simple for me as to literally go online, book the lesson and show up the next day. Within 24 hours, I crossed it off the list. It's the same concept for any goal, any interest, any new hobby that we have that we want to try, and honestly, if you don't if you don't have anybody to try it with, go do it by yourself. It's actually, it's I think it's actually better because then you're able to really submerge yourself, and you don't have any of your homies or your friends or your girlfriends like opinions about like this is fun, this is not fun. Oh my god, like I don't like this. Like there's no there's nobody else's opinion except yours. So there's actually true benefit of going out. Go on a little solo adventure. That's my challenge for anyone that listened to this podcast and got this far. My challenge for you, go on a solo adventure and go cross off that bucket, Go cross off a bucket list item. Do it yourself. It's going to feel so good. I'm not saying you have to do that for every bucket list item, but if there's something that you've been really wanting to do and you're trying to find somebody to go do it with, just go do it. Go do it. And the last thing I will say about the, the whole surf scene, you know, me, Santa Monica, Sunday. We saw dolphins. Okay. I saw dolphins and that was a sign from whatever is the bigger purpose of life, whatever is above us. I don't know. But when I saw dolphins flown, I said, "Babe, you're supposed to be here. So that's, that's the bearded man surf scene. Definitely getting out there again after it. it's happening. Um, one question before we wrap up today's podcast. I'm going to try incorporating one question uh, every episode. So if you have one for next, shoot me a DM or just keep a lookout, um, and I'll be posting stuff to like get people's feedback. But shout out to my man Kyle Haston. I hope I said that right. Um, he said, how how do you separate the inner thoughts of should I make this and then let's make this? Um, and so I to put that into more context as to what I think he's asking is, and i think we can easily we can easily compare this to what we're talking about with the whole surf say there's a bucket list item of a tent i'll give you two examples for for, for me there's obviously a, a bunch of things i want to do i want to try surfing's one of them so i just decided like i'm in the mood right now i want to go learn how to surf booked a lesson and i went and did that another example would be and i think he's maybe talking more from a creative process standpoint or a strategy standpoint from a creative perspective, when I'm thinking about a blog that I want to write, right? I've been getting into blogging more. Now, if, to me, speaking is so much easier because I don't have time to overthink. I have I have a little Notes app open with just little little topics that I want to touch on. But other than that, I, I just free flow. I just go with the flow and I see where the conversation or where I take this thing. Um, but when it comes to blogging, I it's it's harder because there's this thought process of like, do I want to talk about this? Do I want to talk about this? I have all these ideas. I don't know where to start. I challenge Kyle, if you're listening, and I challenge anyone out there, if you're in that, if you're stuck in that process of not knowing what book to read, what concert to go to. I mean, we're not can't, we can't go to concerts. So that stuff. What movie to watch? What job to apply for? I mean, whatever it might be literally just write down a list if you're stuck between not sure like which which way to go Write down a list and just start checking them off one at a time and see are you motivated to watch this movie right now? So watch the you want to watch a love movie go ahead and watch the notebook You want to watch an action movie go watch some James Bond I mean whatever it is that you're you're trying to bait to figure out I wish I had more context to Kyle's situation so I could figure that out but ultimately No matter what decision you make, it's the right decision because you made it. As long as you're the one that's making that decision, it's the right choice. So, of course, there's always a million options and million – it's just like – I mean, let's just pull it back. Let's just pull it back and and the perspective of life and decision-making and career choices and college choices and hometowns and girlfriends and boyfriends. And What food to eat and where to go tonight and what to do on your weekends like pull it back It's totally on us. There is no right or wrong decision. It's what our gut is telling us to do It's what we're confident to do. It's what we're more motivated to do So I wouldn't get caught up in trying to think through the strategy too much I'm a big believer of just going and just going with the flow And like I said, if it was a blog, you know, I have a constant running list of 10 topics that I want to write about. And yes, I I don't know which one to start with today, but guess what? I know I have the next 10 days to write 10 blogs. So why not just take it one at a time, one at a time, one blog post at a time. So whatever it might be, Kyle, just take it one step at a time, cross it off, keep working through it. But no matter what decision you make, it's always going to be the right decision because you made it. And even if you don't go the right way or you feel like the... It didn't work out or pan out the way you thought it would great make a pivot keep it going always move forward Move a little bit to the left move a little bit to the right never go backwards. Just continuously move forward Great question Kyle I hope that was somewhat valuable or it might have been totally not what you were asking for and so I apologize So if you have a question for the next episode shoot me a dm Give me some context anyone out there and I will happily offer my bearded two cents All right, that's it Episode fifteen, in the books. We went through it all today. Got the news newsletter sign up if you want to sign up. It's com Every Monday, 11 a.m. right to your inbox. Bearded man's at fifteen days, no booze. Clap it up. Let's go. We crushed date round two. We we crushed date two and a half yesterday on the run. No more context than that. Um, we talked about Trevor Wallace. We talked about the surf, and we answered the question. Excellent, excellent, excellent episode. Thank you to you guys and gals out there that are listening. I have two favors to always ask at the end of every episode. Please head to the iTunes Podcast app and leave a review. Very important. One send is a review. That's all I'm asking for. Spotify is definitely going to take over the iTunes Podcast app. Um, but I don't there's no like review section for Spotify yet. So you can either leave a review on iTunes or Share out the podcast on your IG story and tag me at Bob a b o three b's four a's and a y, and leave it and tell me what you thought of the episode. Last week I had somebody tag me saying this was a great episode. I shared it out, felt good, showed me that somebody liked it, and they're sharing out to their friends, and so hopefully gets uh, some more people on board to this train. So that's it. We got more more content coming. Um, got some guests in the works. Got more content away. I mean. I'm just not stopping. I told you guys and gals, this is the beer man. cranking up the heat. We're gonna get after it. We're gonna keep pushing content. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. I hope you enjoyed it. A little bit, of, a little bit of beer wisdom here and there, and then, you know, help a little bit. Uh, have a great rest of your night. I will see you guys and gals soon enough. It's Bob signing off. See ya.